Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show we have Christine Kane. And this is actually part two of her message talking to us about drifting and how it's important for us to not drift. And today uh, one of the great analogies she uses is as she was a kid she'd go to the beach and when she would get out into the water her dad would have to put these markers on the shore because if you don't know, you know, you drift down the ocean if you don't realize that the current is taking you. And so you don't even, you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even anywhere near where we set up at the beach. And I know that I would have to beware of that when my kids were out in the ocean water because they would easily be drifting, drifting, drifting. And I'm constantly waving them back up, waving them back up. Come on up here. We're up here. We're up here, you know, because um, the, the water, the current would just take them. And so that's exactly what happens in our walks with Jesus. The current can easily, current of this culture can easily take us in a place that we don't want to be. So we've got to be careful to make sure that we're rooted and that we're staying right where we belong. Here's Christine. When we were growing up, you know, we'd go to the beach and this particular beach we would go to had a really bad undertow. And so my dad would always put a, a really bright beach umbrella and really bright towels at different points on the beach. And he'd say to us, kids, before you go out, I want you to check regularly, check your markers. Because if you don't check your markers without realizing it, you're just gonna be having a whole bunch of fun. And then you're gonna look up and realize that you are nowhere near where you're supposed to be. And you drifted. And this is a time in the church where we need to be checking our markers. We need to be looking up and going, you know what? How am I doing? How am I doing with the Lord? Am I firmly anchored and I know what it's like my husband loves boating and I love sunbaking so we get it you know we get a good thing happening and so often we'll go out boating and Nick will go Chris drop the anchor which to me means like throw it over and lie down and sunbake again <laughs> and you know I've realized now it's a little bit more than that because once we like literally were in the anchorage and I thought I you know threw the anchor overboard but I didn't check that it actually anchored and so you know, a little while later, suddenly we hit this other boat. My husband was not pleased. <laughs> Said a lot of things to me that are not in the Bible. But anyway, so I just, um, it, it, but the point is, is like, Chris, you gotta check that the anchor actually takes, actually makes contact. And, and some of us, we just said, well, I go to church. I read the Bible occasionally. I, I, I do this, I do that, and yet, then a storm comes, then a trial comes, then the winds change, the currents change, and we're in the midst of that culturally right now. And before we know it, without anything, no, we have not made any conscious decision, we've ended up drifting. And so this would be a time, church, where it's really important to check our anchor. Are we truly anchored in Christ? Are we anchored in the goodness of God, in the love of God, in the grace of God, in the mercy of God? Are we anchored in becoming Christ-like? Are we anchored? Because if we are not anchored and we can look at the writer to the Hebrews and look at the issues he was addressing and they are very pertinent to us in 2019 and the importance is that we have to check our markers. And I believe the Lord's brought me to church this morning to remind us all to check our markers. Look up and go, somewhere have we just been caught up in the undertow of the current of this culture? Or are we still rooted and anchored in Christ? Because if we're not, we're not gonna make it. If we're not, we will drift. 
And so what are signs of drifting? What are some signs that you and I may not be firmly anchored? And this morning I'm believing that the Holy Spirit's gonna do a bit of a divine adjustment and a divine realignment. And that anchor is gonna drop again and we're gonna go, whoa, okay, I'm tethered back to Christ. And then some areas where I didn't think it was a big deal, I, I've realized that I've drifted and I wanna be tethered strongly in Christ. And one of the first things I think that is a sign that we have drifted is when you and I, when we stop resting and we start striving. We stop resting and we start striving. I love Hebrews chapter four, verse 11 says, let us therefore strive to enter that rest. There is only one sort of striving we should do as Christians. And that striving, and the NIV says, we labor to enter into that place of rest. We strive to enter into that place of rest. The real labor that should be being done as Christians is the labor to enter into the rest of God. Now, the rest of God is not that we fall asleep and do nothing. The rest of God is that place that we enter where we trust the goodness of God. We trust the faithfulness of God, no matter what is going on. Now, you and I are living in a society with unprecedented anxiety, unprecedented stress, unprecedented depression, unbelievable cases of of suicide and pain and heartache, and it is serious, and it is tragic. But as Christians, unless we find that place of rest in Christ, we will be no different to the world. A lot of that stress and anxiety about the future comes out of the fact that Many of us have forgotten what we do know about God and we're freaking out about what we don't know about the future. Now the world has shifted. Looking at the world with any kind of just common sense, you're like, whoa, I don't know where this world is going. There have been so many shifts morally, economically, politically, socially, raising children in today's culture. We were all doing this together, church. None of us are exempt from it. It would be easy to be overwhelmed by the darkness and the chaos in the world today. Nick and I helped to rescue the victims of human trafficking. I could never even post the kind of stories that I hear every day about the kind of depravity and evil on the planet, what people do to children, what happens around the world. I, as a mother, would be entirely overwhelmed by the enormity of the evil and the depravity on the planet if I did not find my rest in Christ. I don't have the capacity to cope with that. I don't have the capacity to understand that. But I do have the capacity to trust God. And if I trust that my God is good, that my God does good, that my God will even work all of the bad things together for my good and for his glory, then I can trust what I do know about God above what I do not know about the future. So when you are spending, three of you wanna clap, the rest of you can as well. You're like trying to work all this out. But here is the deal. If you and I are trying to work out and the Hebrew Christians, they were freaking out. They were being killed and thrown to the lions and martyred for the cause of Christ. If they were trying to work out the next day, they just would not be able to. You'd be so overwhelmed. So it's like, you know what, I'm gonna trust what I know about God. And church, I'm asking us in the world in which we live to say, you know what, there is so much I do not understand, but I trust God. And I'm gonna put my trust in God 
Faith is predicated on trust, not understanding. And the fact of the matter is, in this whole passage of Scripture in Hebrews chapter four, it talks about the children of Israel who essentially died because of unbelief in the wilderness. Let's not be a people of God that our unbelief causes us to prematurely forfeit fulfilling the purpose of God on the earth. Our world actually needs us to have courage in this day. Our world needs us to have strength in this day. Our world needs us to have hope in this day. And here's the good news. Because we're in Christ, we don't find that in ourselves. We find it in Him. God has created us to live in this time. You and I are not a product of time. We're a product of eternity. God has plucked us out of eternity. He has positioned us in time. And He's given us gifts and talents for the purpose of serving our generation. Believe it or not, we were plan A for God for this time in history. I mean, when you look at it and go, God, can I actually do it? He's like, yes, I plucked you out of eternity. I put you right here in Charleston, South Carolina, or whichever one of our campuses you're watching this from today. I put you in that city, in that town, and for a time such as this, I've given you gifts and talents for the purpose of serving your generation. In me, you can handle it. In me, you were created for these days. In him, you were created for this hour. You don't need to freak out about what's gonna happen in the future. You just need to dig deeper into Christ, stay anchored in Christ, and He will give you the strength and the grace to be able to move forward into what is going on in the future. So you know you've drifted when, man, you start striving and trying to make it happen and controlling rather than trusting and going, I'm gonna rest in you, God. I'm gonna rest in the finished work of Jesus. You, you can't finish a finished work. <laughs> you can't complete a completed work. He's done it all. Trust Him. Trust Him. That's what sets us apart as Christians in this hour. Well, that was, of course, Christine Kane. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Christine Kane, Do Not Drift. You can also find out more information about her at christinecain.com. I hope you have a fabulous day today, and remember to go live your 320 life more than you can imagine. Ephesians 320. Have a great day. God bless.